We read today from the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter, verses 1 through 10. And Jesus is speaking. Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger. They will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. I served for eight years on our Moravian Interprovincial Board of Communication. That board oversees publication of the Book of Worship, the daily texts, and many other materials that are a regular part of our Moravian life. Let me just say, if you're ever called to serve on a provincial or interprovincial board, say yes. It is a great way to connect with other Moravians, and you will learn a lot. One year in a meeting of the Board of Communication, we discussed some brochures that the board was trying to update. These were brochures on Moravian history and identity with titles like, the Moravian church is dot, dot, dot. Our head of publications, Mike Reese, thought we'd just pass them around the table and have a quick look, maybe make a few simple edits before he reprinted them. Well. You've all heard the phrase, it was like herding cats. Our responses to those two brochures were like so many cats. They wandered off in every direction, winding toward and away from and around one another and pursuing many independent lines of inquiry. Here, with the permission of the IBOC, I will read to you a brief excerpt from the excellent and detailed minutes taken at that meeting. Suggestion was made that rather than edit and revise, we start from scratch and word it in today's language. Brochure should say more about what Moravian Church does. Simple approach to life and our faith translates into action. Ginny will talk to Blair Couch about what Faith and Order's idea was for these two brochures. Mike is okay with rewriting, but he doesn't want to spend two years working on it. To gather our thoughts and move them in one productive direction proved so difficult that we tabled the whole discussion, agreeing to talk more next time about what the Moravian Church is, dot, dot, dot. So I wonder if our Moravian ancestors had a similar experience back in September 1741, when they met to decide on a new chief elder for the church. It was an emergency meeting because Brother Leonard Dober was giving up the job. He was done. 
He had decided unsurprisingly that being the head of a worldwide gemina, which is the word Moravians used for their community, was just too much, way too many cats. After all, it was quite a job description. The chief elder was supposed to know not just the temporal or worldly condition of the community, but also the spiritual condition of each member's heart. It was just too much. Dober was done. Now, when the Moravian leaders gathered in London that September, their meeting might have been something like our publications board meeting. Moravian history records the process they used for finding a new leader, but we don't know much about what their conversation was like. Did they talk about the job description of the chief elder? You can imagine the minutes. Suggestion was made that rather than edit job description, we start from scratch and rewrite it for the needs of today's Gemina. Should chief elder focus on what Gemina does or who Gemina is, Sister Anna Nishman will talk to the Helfers Conference about their ideas for the chief elder position. Brother Spangenberg is okay with changing the job description, but he doesn't want to spend two years working on it. So many cats, so little time. Now, our scriptural texts for the chief elder festival focus on sheep, not cats. But the idea is the same. Wandering creatures need leadership. We humans are born with independent minds and spirits, and so we wind this way and that in pursuit of our independent lines of inquiry. This variety of human experience enriches the world. Yet we are also born interdependent. And in the end, we accomplish little without leadership that unites us. Without that kind of leadership, we don't even know who we are. Even our tiny little Moravian denomination embraces so many different ideas and cultures and individuals worldwide that it is hard to say just what a Moravian is, what comes after dot, dot, dot. Now, our 18th century ancestors made this decision for us when they asked Jesus Christ to be our chief elder. With that decision, they defined the Moravian Church as a community led by Jesus Christ. He alone is our chief elder and head. And so our task is always to discern what does a community led by Jesus Christ look like, act like, and do. Well, for one thing, it doesn't actually look like a bunch of cats pursuing their personal agendas in many different directions because a community led by Christ is united in purpose and moves ever forward. We are, under Christ's leadership, a unity. On the other hand, unity is not uniformity. We will differ in our passions our preferences, our peculiarities. We will differ in our cultures, our worship, our scriptural interpretation. We will differ in the condition of our hearts on our spiritual walks. But we are united in walking behind our chief elder and in our desire to be fruitful for the sake of Jesus Christ. When we are united in that way, what we look like is a community going somewhere. 
And how we act is we act like our chief elder, compassionate, gracious, speaking the truth in love. And what we do is what Christ would have us do. Feed the hungry, clothe the naked, visit the sick and imprisoned, proclaim the good news of God's love. And as we do so, we trust that our chief elder knows not only our worldly condition, but our spiritual condition. He knows each of us individually in a way that no mortal leader ever could. He unites us as a community in a way that no mortal leader ever could. Unity is a precious thing, and it's a fragile one. It needs nurture, and it needs constant renewal. And for this renewal, our chief elder has given us the sacrament of Holy Communion. And the Moravian Church has built right into its communion service a special ritual that reinforces our unity. And just to refresh our minds right now about where in the service that happens, I ask you to take your blue communion book, open it up to page three. We're going to look at it together. So if you look near the top of page three, after I read the opening words and you all respond, amen, thanks be to God, there's a little, uh, couple of sentences in small type. We will stand up and we'll give the right hand of fellowship to the people around us. Let's read this little type out loud together after the word standing, you don't have to read that word. The congregation gives the right hand of fellowship signifying oneness in Christ and the desire to be at peace with each other. So when we're starting the communion, the right hand of fellowship signifies our desire to be one in Christ and at peace with each other. This message of unity and peace opens our communion. Now let's turn to page 13. At the top of the page, we've taken the bread and the cup, the service is drawing to a close. Read this out loud with me. The congregation gives the right hand of fellowship, signifying renewed dedication and unity of purpose in the service of Christ. When we offer the right hand of fellowship before and after communion, it signifies a specific promise to one another and to God. And it reminds us of who we are. The Moravian Church is dot, 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 a community of Christians desiring peace with one another and renewed in our unity and purpose, which we find as we follow the leading of our chief elder, Jesus Christ. <laughs> 